Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to the Red Men TV. It is daily news time over on Red Men News Channel, and we today are brought to you in association with The Athletic. Uh, you can get a seven day free trial and 50% off your yearly subscription to The Athletic, uh, the new home of football writing, by going to www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash Red Men News. Today I am joined by one Mr. Ross Chanley, and it's a very strange Red Men News it for is. us, really, isn't it? Um, it's just me and you in the office. We're the only people who are well at the yeah. moment we are self-isolating next to each other in a weird roundabout <laughs> yeah. type of way there's no one behind the camera all the equipment's new we've never used it before so we're attempting this this is our first time um and we'll and you know this may never see the light of day and the second time i will say this is our second time and that may see the light of the day but we are here and um if we're going down we're going down together well that's it isn't it mate and and, and look um it's a mad, mad situation that we're in at the moment, and, and there's loads of Liverpool talk uh, that we're going to get to, but we're going to start with something from Simon Hughes in The Athletic, uh, whose who's aptly titled uh, piece is called Ignore Brady's Self-Incest, This is a Chance to Revolutionise Football. Uh, and what I particularly like about this is there's, there's a, it's a great story, first and foremost, and it talks about a lot of the different options, Ross, that we could take, but uh, I'm just going to read from the screen currently. Uh, presently, all options remain on the table, about the future of English season at least. Several have suggested to me that the situation provides the opportunity to revolutionise football for the better by shifting the calendar altogether, making it a summer competition rather than one that stretches across the whole winter. Would it be the worst thing if it was agreed by UEFA and all the leagues that we gave the rest of the year to finish this season? One director asked, suggesting it would potentially allow every club competition across Europe, including the Champions League, to get things done in the right way. Euro 2020 looks increasingly likely to be delayed and UEFA are already considering the option of moving the tournament to the winter, a decision which would help restructure the calendar and give the 2019-20 season a better chance of finishing while not interrupting what follows. For what it's worth, I think this is a sensible suggestion that deserves proper discussion given the possibilities that the current landscape presents. Coronavirus has proven that it is an island not immune from the world's problems and put simply, the show cannot always go on. It's a bit of a mad one this, Ross, isn't it? Because you know we've heard about void in the league, we've heard about playing the rest of the league behind closed doors, we've heard about the competitions all coming in line and, and, and changing. We know the World Cup's going to be next year and yet we're here, there's a 24-hour news cycle, Redmen's got to exist, we're going to still make content and stuff. 
But ultimately, you know, as much as I want Liverpool to win the league this season, this is a crazy time and we've all just got to take a step back and, and think about what we're doing. Yeah, I think it's it's difficult as a fan, and obviously as you just said, it's you know, it's our livelihood here, isn't it, to take that self interest of going, I'll just finish the league season off because we all want Liverpool to, to win the league, but also you know, we have we have stuff to go and make. But ultimately it's it's the health and safety of everyone else. It's the knock on effect that it has and the repercussions it has on, on non league football teams, um, you know, the whole ecosystem of football. It's just mad. I love that suggestion, but whenever you ever seen evidence before of all these um, governing bodies talking to each other, yeah. how many times has Jurgen Klopp says, "Just have a have a conversation with each other"? So even that seems far. It seems sensible, but it seems really far fetched at the minute to go. Oh, actually, can you all sit to sit down and have a sensible discussion of what is beneficial to everyone? And then there's the other side of it. You know, we spoke at the table before of you know the money that's in it. Hmm. Not for, for the football teams, for the TV rights broadcasters, you know, the players' wages, the people that work day to day, in those things. I've seen a, a few clubs, and Brighton was one of them on, on Saturday, saying they're going to pay their match day staff regardless, which is good, but not all clubs can afford to no, go and do that. So yeah, it's, it's about approaching it. I, I can't, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot has been made about void in the competition. And obviously, Liverpool fans are up in arms, and and you know, everybody that nobody wants to see the league voided and Liverpool not get the title that they so truly deserve. To be honest with you. Um, and the reason I can't see that happening, and, and again, I don't want to add fuel to the flames here in any way, shape or form, but, you know, I, a lot of clubs can't afford to just sacrifice 10 games. You know, they're going to be paying players wages. Um, they're going to be playing ground staff. They're going to be paying people who work at the stadium and people who work at the training facilities. And that's a huge sum of money. And, you know, the commercial revenues aren't going to be as good or as strong in this time. So, for me, it seems like the football clubs would be mad to even just think, let's just cancel the rest of the season. I think they'll want to play the rest of the season. Yeah, and on, a, on a wider scale, something which I've mentioned a few, few times is the, the mental health approach to it. You know, it's uh, escapism for a lot of people. It's a chance to connect with other people and talk to people about football. And we do it, do it as a living, but people that are you know maybe perhaps a bit more lonely or their only thing at the weekend to look forward to is going to the football with the mates or you know being with a group of other people I think you have to take that into consideration as well rather than just kind of dismissing it and go it's just football I mean it is to, to some people but also it's, it's a lot more important to that it is mad so we're going to talk about some of the um other football news stories, I suppose, and and the big one at the moment is, you know, I'm reading from the Daily Star now, um, Liverpool in advanced talks to extend Genie Wijnaldum's contract. Uh, Dutch midfielder has become an integral cog in the Reds' midfield engine room, and Boss Jurgen Klopp wants him to extend his four-year Anfield stay. I know, I saw that, that's a bit strange, but it is the star, so um, we're just going to have to accept it. Okay. Uh, Liverpool are in advanced talks, blah, blah, blah. The midfielder who signed for the Reds for 25 million in 2016 has proven valuable. Uh, he scored 18 goals and 177 goals. The Athletic journalist David Ornstein reported in January that Liverpool were not averse to the thought of selling the former PSV Eindhoven ace this summer. Um, but despite the interest from in Wijnaldum from teams in Italy and Spain, his current employees now want to tie him down on a new long-term contract, according to Italian journalist Nico Shearer, uh, who tweeted, Liverpool are advanced talk to extend Wijnaldum's contract, expires in 2021 until 2023, with an option of another year. Hashtag transfers, hashtag LFC. This is just boss, isn't it? This is what you want to see. We know how important Gini Wijnaldum is to us, and you know I think every Liverpool fan wants him to extend this stay at the club. Uh, yeah, and I think Maddox said it when he was in last season, you know, no other option but to, to extend it. I think, again, it came down to his age and, and length of contract. I'm sure he'll resolve that. He's you know, one of the world's best best clubs at the minute. Where, where do you go from Liverpool? He's getting regular game time. You know, he's scoring vital goals for us. You know, it's a shame he went out of the Champions League, but you know, it just shows how important he is going forward and defensively for Liverpool. Um, <laughs> how much would he cost to replace? 
You mean you're probably talking a 70, 80 million pound midfielder there and one who knows the system so well? That's the only question. If you're looking at it, it depends what Liverpool want to do in the summer or, uh-huh. you know, or, or a bit longer than that. Now it depends on what happens with the league. That all might get moved, but you know. Well, that's only the other thing players' contracts. They all run out in friggin' June. Yeah. You know, or the end of June, don't they? And the season carries on. What's going on? Yeah. And, and and there's the transfer window open. Anyway, we're, 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 um, but again, it will have plans to say bring in like a Kai Havertz. Does she then go? Well, my my game time there is reduced significantly because I know it's one of the positions that, that, that I might take up. Um, I, I'm sure we have been these discussions with Liverpool and what his future plans are. And again, it, it comes down to his personal thing. Yeah, he looks really happy at Liverpool. Uh, but the other thing that Durham will say on, on that thing is like. <laughs> Try to tweet it because there is no other news. Is there really? I know, but we're here talking about it, so I don't yeah. want to <laughs> sound too bad, like you know what I mean. But we're, I, I feel like we've got a responsibility to people who watch the show. That's why I want to be here. No, no. What, what I'm saying is, it, like, I'm sure that that will be happening, but because there's nothing else going on, they just brought them forwards. Yeah. The contact news. Liverpool yeah. have been like, all right, yeah, well, yeah. we've got nothing else to do, yeah. mate. So do you want to come in? I mean, we'll do it over Skype if that's okay. Yeah. yeah, well it is what it is. <laughs> and, and listen, Tottenham and Arsenal haven't, uh, haven't shut down shop as it were because apparently Tottenham and Arsenal uh, are in a transfer battle for Dejan Lovren as Liverpool set a price tag. Um, Tottenham boss Marino has joined Arsenal Lazio in a transfer battle for Liverpool defender Dejan Lovren with Jürgen Klopp demanding at least £80 million for his out-of-favour centre-back as Spurs look to sign a replacement for Jan Vertonghen. Um, I'd be really surprised... If he went to Spurs, I wouldn't be so surprised if he went to Arsenal. I would definitely wouldn't be surprised if he went to Lazio. He's a good centre half. He is, but is he a Mourinho signing? Is that why you wouldn't think he'd go to Spurs? Yeah, no, no. I don't think so. Um, but I mean, to be fair, there's a lot of players in the Premier League that would improve Arsenal's defence at the minute, isn't there? Um, and again, as long term serving Premier League defender, you're, you're right, you know. Our, our standards are raised so much now where you think if you went to an Arsenal Spurs or something like that mm-hmm. because he's so good he'd probably shine in those teams wouldn't he yeah I'm actually maybe a Mourinho side it would suit him you know he's going to sit back with someone in front of him a couple of people in front of him <laughs> not looking to try and get the ball or whatever it wouldn't surprise me if Lovren did go this summer I think you know it's probably time his, his Liverpool career came to a close naturally you know I don't think he'll be forced out the door I think Jürgen would probably keep him around again uh, but he hasn't been able to give him the first team football that he probably wants and probably deserves to be honest Dejan back, we just think himself. bad of him but yeah he does yeah. there's nothing wrong with that no, is there no no, no, no but as I'm saying those clubs were suiting because he's thinking well if go somewhere else I'm playing for one of the best clubs in the world why should I go you know a mid-table team or something like that or you know Everton that's it like um, if you had to put money on Lovren leaving um, would you I think he'll leave this summer, and but I think he'll go to a, a Serie A side or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You wouldn't think Tottenham. No, I just don't think I don't think Mourinho would fancy him. No. But yeah, but again, Arsenal. You could see him in Arsenal. <sighs> yeah, I could do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure how much he'd improve them. I mean, he, no, he would improve them, but also there's liabilities in that defence anyway. So like, <laughs> I think Arsenal needs to get used to it. Yeah, but yeah, but I think Arsenal. They'd be fuming Arsenal fans if they signed Lovren. But who else can Arsenal go and get? We've seen, like, you know, you want uh, a other good defender might be available is Koulibaly, and he's more likely to go to a. It's not going to Arsenal. Exactly. How would you go to Arsenal? Um, Liverpool miss out on major staff appointments after change of heart. Uh, Arsenal. I know, yeah. (laughs) 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 In this tournament, this day and age, Liverpool are still searching for a replacement for departed head of medical services, Andy Massey. 
after a last-minute change of heart from Arsenal doctor Gary O'Driscoll. O'Driscoll was set to take over from Massey following his move to take up a prominent role with FIFA at the beginning of March. Um, but apparently, according to according to this is Anfield now, um, O'Driscoll has, has had a heart-to-heart with Mikel Arteta and decided to stay at Arsenal. Um, it's a bit of a mad one, this now, isn't it? Richie Partridge has also just left Liverpool to join the Qatar national team, uh, while fellow first-team physio Christopher Robeck is in line for an exit at the end of the campaign. It's it's mad, and the Athletics' David Ornstein reports the Irishman has a change of heart and one hour with Arsenal following an impassioned plea from Mikel Arteta. Arsenal haven't got the fucking house in order, and I've had no one to replace him, have they? I, I, Liverpool have really got to organise themselves, or you know, <laughs> they were off the field. Um, it's also going to be really difficult to try and get hold of a doctor in the current climate that yeah, we're in now. To say. Asking for stupid money, aren't they, at the moment? Well, like. well, stupid money, but you know, do you take a doctor away who's you know trying to look after other people in this in this situation that that, that we're all in? Um, it's just a mad, it's just a mad one, isn't it? Where'd you go and get a doctor from now? <laughs> like, how would you do? I, 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 not, I, there's probably going to be a lot of overworked doctors in the NHS. There is. And not just that, you know, you want someone who's. You know, O'Driscoll was you know, touted as being one of the best and experienced and stuff like that. You know, you can't just rock up to another club in the in the Premier League or you know within within football and go actually we'll just have him. It's much more much more complicated than that. So, but again, Liverpool are an attractive prospect off the field. So maybe we have that in that. In Liverpool our will find someone. I don't think it's anything that needs to be worried about. Um, Liverpool will find someone, and if he's from football or if he's not from football, or it could be another sport or whatever. But again, we might not find out for a little while. Also, what would you Klopp just rings him and you know Klopp. Makes a point. You're not saying no to you, you can clap out here. Yeah. Take him to Blackpool, won't he? Yeah. Um, so, uh, a story that I added pretty late. Uh, Premier League ruling could deny Liverpool title at crisis meeting. Now, you know, it, the title is made for, for Liverpool fans to click on this. Yeah. Um, but, the, you know, there is going to be a crisis meeting of the Premier League clubs where all the options are discussed. So, in that regard, a Premier League ruling could deny Liverpool the title, or it could hand Liverpool the title, or it could postpone the Premier League. We just don't know. And again, I don't want to talk too much about the ramifications because I think people talking about it just makes everybody feel a little bit worse. Mm. I just wanted to highlight this story and just say that, you know, wait until you hear something concrete. I'll, I'll say this, like, I saw a clip from, from Sky Sports News at the weekend and they were like, doing something similar, going, oh, I've spoken to one person and, and this might happen. And obviously they're short on news because there's no sport at all, hardly. We've got an entire channel yeah, yeah, to it, 24 and, hours a day. They're trying to sensationalise it. And I, I sat back and thought about it and, and then I watched Sky News, it was at my mum dad's the other day, and they did something very similar. But then I watched a, a report somewhere else who said the complete opposite. And I was like, well, you're obviously a Murdoch company, so you're going to want to peddle that agenda of like, you know, t- like you said, not, not for... No fans to, to click on, but to wind them up. Same reason that Karen Brady said that thing the other day, which she quickly backtracked on. She spoke to the Sun, and obviously she was after you know her own interest in, in that sense. But nothing is decided yet, as you just said. There's going to be several meetings between UEFA, all the governing bodies, and then something will be decided. So it's all speculation. So the mad thing for me is why does a season that hasn't had any games? Why are people trying to suggest that that takes preference? over a 75% complete season. Like, why does next season take preference in a lot of people's eyes to one that we've played nearly 30 games of? Because it's looking after your interest, isn't it? If you're, if, if you're West Ham, for example, well, you're three points off the relegation zone, let's just forget about this one. We'll, we'll go again next season. But if you're in the bottom of three, you're thinking, well, there's 10 games left. I could have made that chance to get out of the relegation battle. And then, again, it's the repercussions of money, you know, 
what what do you lose in that? You know, if you're if you're Leeds and West Brom are in the top two of the Championship, you're thinking, well, I want to get promoted. If you're in the playoffs now, and they go, well, actually, sorry, we're it just seems like two. there's going to be loads of lawsuits flying around. Whatever yeah. you decide, I think Liverpool's situation is the easiest to be honest to resolve. Liverpool are going to become league champions. But but also, you know, no one's really mentioned this. If, like, if Man City have still got the UA Champions League ban. Well, they're irre- irrelevant anyway. So it's not just the top five. You're looking like in the next spot for who takes the Champions League space, and you're thinking, well, there's a couple of points in it. You know, what teams are you looking at? Wolves, Sheffield United, Man United. We could say, oh, actually, we could have we could have got a Champions League spot there, and they might miss out on it. It's absolutely mad, isn't it? I mean, I, I, it's, it's it's like it's the the world is almost unrecognisable to last week, and yet in a week's time, I think it's going to be unrecognisable yeah. again to what we're sitting in today to yeah. discussion. Yeah. Um, Even countries. I was watching the news this morning, just thinking what's going on in Spain this late, and you're thinking that's conceivably going to happen here. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, we, we've said it. You know, we've been talking about it in the office for you know a, a long spell now, and, and we knew that we were 13 and a half days behind Italy. You know, what are we going to be like in five days? You know, our parents, like my parents, uh, you know, they're already self-isolating because they've been told to by the doctors, and that's not even the government coming down and saying it. And you know, yeah. it's just mad and. In all this, I think what it brings to me is that there is has to be a community spirit, um, and, and one new story showcasing that is that Liverpool have backed fan support and food banks with a forty thousand pound donation during the league suspension. Um, the cancellation of matches threatens a significant impact on North Liverpool Food Bank, which receives approximately twenty five percent of its donations uh, from match day collections. The Reds first team squad and LC Foundation committed to jointly donating ten grand per game for the four remaining league fixtures scheduled to be played at Anfield in twenty nineteen twenty uh, to ensure the food bank can continue to function. The club will make uh, a cash donation to the North Liverpool Food Bank while excess food at Melwood and Anfield will be donated, and Liverpool staff will continue to support the initiative throughout the internal donations. Uh, Ross um, Henderson led the charge on this, which is great to see my captain, yeah. our captain, yeah. doing that. Yeah, and it's, it's really good. I think you know, as we said, all the stuff that's going on, it's 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 easy to go and kind of look after yourself and what you're doing. But the fact that it's been it's been recognised, it's so close to the community in Liverpool. We obviously we've done a, you know, quite a bit of work with them before, uh, and so prevalent in in the Liverpool community. Um, for them to go and support that, you know, because I'm sure there'll be worries at, at the food bank, and you know, it's just getting older food <laughs> in a couple of weeks might 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 be an issue. But for Liverpool to actually go, oh, we're going to do this, and as you said, John John Henson, I think you know, footballers get a lot of stick because of the money they get, and you know, they're self isolating at the minute. But for them to go, actually, this is important to us and what we do, and you know, our club, I think it's spot on. Yeah, and um, you can donate if you want to and if you're able to at donorbox.org forward slash fan supporting food banks uh, where you can give an amount uh, and support the food banks and the people in the community because while this mad panic buying is going on, um, it's it's mad that these are the foods that most often get donated to food banks. It's pasta, it's your UHT milks, it's your dried foods and your tinned foods and stuff and there's not on the shelves. Um, so the, the most vulnerable of our society are going to be the ones that are going to go without while people panic buy around the UK and the rest of the world. And it's important that we don't forget about these uh, people and, and as Henderson and the club and Everton as well uh, as support. And if you want to support and you're able to support, please do go and support. Anyway, uh, that has been Red Menus. No comments today because we're not live. Um, we'll have been uh, texting during the debate, uh, during the show even. What am I talking about here? Um, we'll have been commenting live. We've premiered it but you know that uh, apologies Ross um, great show mate uh, thank you very much for watching we'll see you next time ta
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.